When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, it's your girl Claudia Jordan and we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds and our special guest co-host for the week, Emmy award-winning media personality and artist T.S. Madison. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> hey Claudia, hey babe. You know, just let me put this down. I don't want to. I don't want that to interfere with what I got to do tonight. <laughs> hey. Welcome back, T.S. Hi, Al. Thank you for having me. You know, I see you over there in your white collar giving me very white collar doctor <laughs> trade over there, honey, with your blue handkerchief. Right. Thank you for right. welcoming, welcoming me back like that. You know I like a man in a handkerchief. <laughs> White me down. Don't make Maddie, me blush. Maddie, the, the soulmates loved you being here. And of course, the comments are very, very positive and they always love you. You are Fox Soul family and royalty. Yeah, and thank, to have thank such you. accomplished women with us. Thank you. And thank you, Claudia. You know, honey, listen, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been over here. What turned out with, with uh, T.S. Madison on Fox Soul. So I'm, I'm forever. Thank you for doing that. I'm, I'm forever grateful for you, for your yeah. presence. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. You deserve it. You're awesome. And you're talented. <laughs> and you're nice. And you're the All right, y'all. Uh, how was everybody's weekend? And are y'all drinking or not? Nah? What are we doing? Maddie, let's start with you. Um, well, I'm having some Stella Rosa tonight. I'm drinking very light, like Stella Rosa black. Cause it's black history month, honey. It's black like that. <laughs> okay. uh, Al? Oh, not drinking tonight. I'm just having hot tea for the tea, the hot tea that we're about to spill. But my weekend was pretty amazing. Um, they invited Fox Soul to cover the red carpet at the Director's Guild, the 76th Annual Director's Guild Award. So I can't wait to share that with the soulmates. We got to talk to a lot of interesting people. And, and I made the carpet about Black History Month. So I can't wait to share the answers that people gave you about our Black directors in Hollywood. All right. Well, y'all know I'm here on College Hill, so I'm I'm a full time college student here. Wow. So there's no drinking today because we have to be at a Mardi Gras parade at six o'clock in the morning. Be there at six. And we're going to be at the mayor. So it's going to be a pretty big deal. So they're really let me tell you something. Reality shows is reality shows where it's like, oh, that's cute. They did a little college thing. No, this is real. We have a full load of, of we're full time students full class load. And it is really, really hard, especially when you're rusty and you haven't been in school since 1993. So I'm just saying it's not easy. So shout out to all the people at uh, College Hill, Tracy Edmonds. This is your, your vision. And uh, this is hard, girl. This is hard. Well, right. listen, <laughs> c- congratulations on you being on College Hill, honey. Tell them to let, yeah, tell them to call me next season because I need to finish getting my education. The only education <laughs> that I got is reading. You know what? Well, <laughs> I happen to be really good friends with the woman that uh, this is her show. So I'm going to make a, I'm going to send a little text message on your behalf right after this. So you can get Thank all you. the shows. Thank you. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's get into the show. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning their second consecutive Super Bowl championship yesterday. What did you guys think of the game and the halftime show? Alice, go to you first. Man, this was a really, really, really good game all the way to the end. Obviously, you know, it went into overtime. And when I tell you, Patrick, it's just he just showed why he gets paid all the money that he gets paid and why his 10 year contract is the biggest in the National Football League. Um, Also, I just love the fact that it it was Black History Month. They became the first back to back Super Bowl champions in over two decades. They also became the fourth NFL franchise to become a dynasty. How amazing is that? And all of that was on the back, like I said, because it's Black History Month, on the back of a black quarterback who showed his leadership and determination to a level that led him to a Super Bowl. Congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs, and all the best to everyone else on the team. Right. Wait a minute, Al. 
Y'all, you said on the back of a black quarterback? <laughs> Baby, maybe so I should have tuned in to the game to watch the whole game, child, if it was on the back of a black quarterback. Hallelujah. <laughs> I want to talk about the halftime show, honey, because let me tell you something. That halftime show was so Atlanta, baby. Baby, it was Ursha and them. All them folks came out there making all that noise, honey. I was in my living room carrying on. But when I stopped, I said, girl, y'all couldn't put a hose in a cup of hot tea for my sister, Miss Alicia Keys, honey. Because oh, no. <laughs> that first note she hit, baby, it had cracked the stadium. But she she pulled through. But they should have got my sister a hose and a cup of hot lemon tea. But she looked damn yes, she good. Did. Her body was everything. Like she looked amazing. We got some comments. Uh, Mr. Uh, D-Boy Sexy said the Usher Bowl, a lot of people are calling it that. And she's not of this earth said, you know, Taylor doing the halftime next year. Oh, <laughs> well, nice I got to be honest, Claudia. I, it, I, you know, I don't, we don't ever want to say anything negative about Usher, right? Because Usher is just such a talent. I mean, he's so talented. He, he's kept his career going for so many years. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't super whelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed, but I wasn't super whelmed. Maybe because I had a different expectations. I had different expectations, but I, I wasn't like over the moon about this Super Bowl. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I think social media would probably disagree with you. They was going in for Usher. Sonny Loving said it was a good game and Usher was fire. And Oprah Gay said Usher brought the Atlanta connection. I loved all the special guest appearances, like seeing Ludacris up there with them. Little John came out. It was, I thought it was exciting. Baby, it was so Atlanta. It was so Atlanta. And I loved everything about it, honey. Except for they didn't give my sister that halls and that cup of hot tea. But, but we did get in some tea from Beyonce. Beyonce surprised fans during the Super Bowl when she announced the second album in her Renaissance trilogy will be released on March 29th. Now, based on the two singles that were released, fans are speculating that her act two will be country themed. Maddie, since you actually have worked with the queen and got a Grammy with the queen, are you excited about this? What, what are your thoughts? Party, let me tell you something. The Renaissance... That silver is over, baby. It's all about the cowboy hats and the boots and carrying on, baby. I cannot wait to see what the queen is getting ready to bring to the thing. What I am loving about Beyonce, she is taking everything that we black people have contributed to music and she's she's going down the genres. The first thing, it was it was it was house music and dance. You know, we created that. Now it's gonna be country. We created that, and, and sources that close to me are telling me, honey, that the last part of the of the Renaissance is going to be a rock and roll. I cannot wait to see the Queen dominate all these areas and these genres and bring and bring everything black back to the forefront. Maybe we'll get Maddie on one of them country songs. Maybe they'll be part of a place for you in the second uh, installment of this. I wonder what I say, because I said I'm dark brown, dark skin, light skin, beige, fluorescent beige, bitch. I'm black. So, you know, I want them to put that in a country on a country piece, too. Okay. <laughs> Al, what do you think about this? I mean, I listen, anything that Beyonce does, you know, we're going to always be excited. But the shade was real because she did it during Super Bowl and she probably did it because she was probably a little bored. But that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm going to piggyback on what Maddie said. And this is the thing. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all about Black History Month. And in February, it's about all black to me. The way that she's reclaiming black people's music, like uh, Maddie said, she reclaimed it house music she's going to reclaim it here with the country music because we know the origins come from my african migrants and the best part about it too that i really love is that she's singing she's singing and that's what i like because you can't get away with not being able to exercise your vocals when you do country music there's just no way it's just it's real it's raw and it really showcases your talent and i personally get off when i hear beyonce sing because yes, that ma'am sing yes I think she always sings. She always brings it. All right. Lady T said it was kind of bittersweet for me. It's like somebody proposing at someone else's wedding. And Rosemary Watson said, I think it might be like a Beyonce country Western album. Our dog said, I loved her performance with the Dixie Chicks at the CMAs. And Sunny Levin said, K. Michelle been doing it. Yeah, that's right. K. Michelle, our sister K. Michelle. 
She's been doing country music for a second, so maybe there'll be a collaboration. Who knows? We hope it's a collaboration because, honey, K. Michelle been saying for the longest that she's uh, that she's gonna put a country album out. But I do understand the way that labels work, you know, and they probably had her tied up into a situation. But I do think that K. Michelle's voice is also uh, built for Magical. country, yeah. you know, naturally built for country. So I want to see that. Maybe the Queen and the and the Duchess will uh, collaborate. I can imagine there'd probably be a lot of pushback from that community as well. You know, like here come these black women that are, you know, from R&B and pop to come over there and come to dominate their field as well. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, she I, already has topped the number one. She's number one and number two on the country chart. So black like that. What else is there to say? She got <laughs> All right. While social media is thoroughly enjoying the tea that's being spilled on Shannon Sharp Show Club Shay Shay. It seems like Judge Mathis isn't here for the shenanigans. He never is. Check this out. <laughs> I want to appeal to our comedians to stop going after each other in public like this. You're embarrassing yourselves. You're embarrassing our community. I know many times you have to defend yourself about what's being said, but why can't we do it directly? <sighs> what are your thoughts? And don't forget, this is the same man that called one of his former guests. Well, not one of his former guests, a crackhead, a lot of his former guests, but he'd be right though. He'd be having that like crack head detector like in him. Maddie, what you think about this? Does he listen, have a point? Listen, I love Judge Mathis, but honey, let the folks that's doing the thing now come on and do the thing. We need Shannon Sharp show, uh, Club Shay Shay, because we've been getting all the hot tea, all the hot biscuits. We've been getting everybody that's been called to the mat to respond because there are lots of people who, when they get called to the mat, like on social media and other spots, they never respond or they never get, they never defend themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So, I'm I'm really liking the club Shay Shay situation, you know, and 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 what more than a person of color and okay, well he's not ubiquitous, but what more of a person of color to come forth, honey, and you know have the color folks sit down and we have a boxing match when we we resolve issues, maybe some in love and some in not. I think Club Shay Shay and Shannon Sharp. I was, I'm gonna say I think Shannon Sharp is the new Wendy Williams. Unblock us. Unblock <laughs> Shannon. You know what? You guys have no shame. Y'all have no shame. We do not need to block Shannon. Why? Why? What me and Maddie do to you? Unblock us. Al, what well, do you think about it, this? What I, I just don't like it either. I have to agree with Judge Mathis. And, you know, Judge Mathis and I are both, you know, well, he's probably way a little bit 10 years older than me. But, you know, we come from that same generation. I just don't like, and I've said this before on here, sorry if it's not public opinion or popular opinion. I just don't like it when you drag all of our black men who are legends in their, in their industry and also who are the highest earners in their industry. Because when you give high earners like that, like that much heat, and then there's so much negativity around it, it really can affect their business when it goes viral and mainstream and influence the culture in the way that Cat Williams and Club Shay Shay is actually influencing the culture. So for me, that's the biggest thing. And then I like to uplift our black men that are doing well, that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars, that have multiple um, Netflix uh, specials, that that have, have helped out our community in so many ways because of the blessings they received. So I always like to try to kind of keep holding them up and turn them down just across the board is not anything that I'm necessarily interested in. S. Fisher, 2860, said Judge Mathis should mind his business, calling black people crackheads and profited. Optimistic Lane said there's nothing embarrassing about speaking the truth. They aren't just being messy for the sake of gossip. And Sylvia Andrews said Wendy was nasty. Shay Shay is letting the guests talk. Yeah, but Shay Shay was kind of fighting back today with uh, Ocho today. He's starting to get a little bit more into that messy space. It's a lot different than what he was doing mm -hmm. in sports. What can I say, Maddie? I feel like you was about to say something. Baby, that's that zesty sauce, honey, you know, seeping through. It's the zesty sauce. What is that? Honey, you know the stuff they put on the hot dog and they eat the hot dog and they just get down their throat and they get a that's little That's that, zesty. like, creamy sauce that they put on? Uh -huh, the zesty sauce. Oh, oh, oh. I oh did I, I'm missing it. <laughs> you ain't missing Al. It's okay. <laughs> He's definitely not missing that. All right, T.S. Madison. Uh, Monique showed you some love during her interview with Shannon Sharp. Take a look. Mm -hmm. I appreciate T.S. Madison because T.S. Madison was the first one
to say, no, I heard what he said. Mm -hmm. So when folks were trying to jump on her, she not down for the black woman. Listen, baby, y'all don't even understand the right. fights that sister be having when ain't nobody watching for the black woman. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. I have, to, I have to say I love and appreciate um, Monique for that because, you know, and she also in that same interview uh, uh, cleared up a few things, you know, because everybody was talking about how 50 Cent came through and mended the relationship between she and uh, uh, Lee Daniels. And, you know, and they acted as if she didn't come sit on, on our very show right here on Fox Soul mm -hmm. and spill the tea. And, you know, and we sat and we talked about you know, everything that went on and I allowed her to speak. And in me allowing her to speak, I listened and I was not afraid to say what I heard because that's, that is exactly what I heard, you know, on the tape. And then for her to affirm me as a black trans woman in a space that's dominated by hetero bio folks that, you know, are that tend to overlook me and for her to come and say, she held me down. Now, I did get a lot of backlash from my own community, from the trans community, um, because they, they wanted me to be offended because she said it took a transgender to stand in the gap for me. But what the, what the people didn't see, that that was not their moment. Trans community, that was not your moment for you to take that and, and feel some type of way about that. Your moment was to see how the gap was bridged between cis and trans and how this woman stood in front of her community and said, it took somebody that's ostracized and thrown out to the wolves to stand in the gap for me and understand it. And that's my sister. And she affirmed me by continually using she and her pronouns. So I, I'm forever grateful for, for Monique for, for that, because it was a lot of times that I felt when that situation went down that like, y'all gonna say that, 50 Cent did this and I ain't make the call to Lee Daniels. You did really? it. I remember that the spirit read said, this is so true. Maddie is for black women. No doubt. I think you make no secret about that. Uh, yes. I think people that say that you're not choose to misunderstand where you come from. I've always felt that. That's why I always have a lot of love for you. Yeah. Now, we think about this. You know what? I, I'm going to be messy and I'm going to be serious at the same time, Maddie. I'm going to be messy because <laughs> Shannon Sharp, it's so funny that Shannon Sharp blocked both, blocked you, T.S. Madison. <laughs> However, one of his next biggest viewing um, interviews, he's sitting with Monique and Shannon mentions you. So first of all, he knows who you are even mm -hmm. to block you, right? And for her to acknowledge how important you are to her in her life was the amazing part. There, Monique has been in this business for over 20 years. There are tons of other Hollywood people she could go to, to, to bridge this gap that was going on. But our lady right here, Fox own, Fox Soul's own, T.S. Madison did that, and that just warmed my heart. It also warmed my heart that a black female woman brought her arms around a trans black woman and said she is the reason. So, Maddie, I totally feel you when you say that should be the focus that the trans community should have. And, and just to me, it also is reaffirming, Maddie, of the voice that you have in our community. Trans or not, it's the voice that you have in our community. And your voice is one of honesty. It's one of acknowledgement. It's one that's real. And it's one that obviously a lot of people are connecting to. So keep doing your thing and keep walking in your blessings and your manifestations, love. I'm just glad I have the opportunity to work with you. Y'all almost made me cry, honey, but I don't want to lose a lash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to keep on the love fest going. And Ansel D'Angelo said, Monique is an example of a true ally and friend. Love that she gave Maddie her props. Well, you deserve it, Maddie. You out there and you put yourself out there uh, to do good work. Coming up next, Jada Pinkett Smith scares off burglars. And later, Christian rapper Lecrae opens up about Hollywood parties. Uh-oh. Keep it here. We'll be right back. Oh. All right. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates rocking with us on YouTube. We appreciate y'all and everybody else. All right. Jada Pinkett Smith revealed that she had a terrifying incident after allegedly scaring off two burglars who attempted to break into her home. Now, according to law enforcement, the two men uh, were wearing hoodies when they climbed onto her balcony while she was inside. But thankfully, they ran off once Jada spotted them. This has got to be so scary, and I do not wish this on anyone. What are your thoughts on this craziness? Maddie, let's go to you first. 
Um, you know, years ago, I had been a victim of a home invasion and, um, you know, I could only imagine what she was going through, uh, especially when I was woken up to guns in, in my face. You know, this was many, many years ago, but I hope she pulled a, a, a what was her name? Stony on them girls, honey, and set it <laughs> off and reached up under that bed, reached up under that bed and pulled out that, that sawed off shotgun and blowed them knuckles out of, up out of there, you know, but thank God that, that, that she's okay. And that, uh, that she was able to scare them off. Cause that could have went in a whole nother direction. Absolutely. Al, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree. You know, the first thing, let me start by saying, I'm glad she's safe. I'm glad she's okay. I remember the last house that I saw of the Smiths, it was like a compound. It's like huge. So I'm just like, how, you know, always things that run through my mind in these situations is how did a person, you know, who lives on a compound, who's in a very safe area that has most high tech, everything that you can imagine, including those sensory lights, how do they get past all that to still compromise your life. I'm always concerned about that because when I think about the Smiths, I can only imagine that they've got security, right? And that they got cameras and that they that their that their property would be secured. But look, this is just lets you know that it could happen to anybody. It definitely if it can happen to Jada. You know, if these criminals get desperate or greedy enough, they will find a way. There's been, I mean, we didn't Chris Brown have someone get into his house, countless other people I know. I personally know some really uh famous and wealthy people deep in the valley that you would think there's no way they're getting in. And it's really bold that these people would try someone like this that has this type of money. Cause I would feel like my life would be in danger if I would break into someone's home. Uh, we mm -hmm. have some comments. <laughs> yeah. It's soulmates. Oprah Gates said it was August trying to get back in. And Jay-Z Jim said, Jada from the hood, she ain't playing. Hot Commodity 77 said, Jada really about that life, huh? But she, but glad she didn't get hurt because people out here bugging out with these robberies. They are. And Empire TV said, these home invasions lately have been out of hand. I'm glad she's okay. I also, I also wonder, to piggyback off what Al just said, is are any of these inside jobs, getting people getting assisted with their ability mm. to get through and get through layers of supposed protection to get through because something ain't right here. That's interesting, Claudia. I think you're right. I think you're right. And to get on her balcony, when I tell y'all that that place is huge, <laughs> that woman's house, the last one I saw, or man, that family's house, is huge. So for you, not only to get on the compound, get through the compound, and then get to her balcony, I think you're on to something, Claudia. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's usually an inside job, honey. You already see what they, uh, what they ex, uh, assistant was over there doing at Tasha K place, honey, over there terrorizing them like that. So you know the burglars ain't safe either. Uh, All right, gotta watch, gotta watch that circle. <laughs> All right, a woman is speaking out after her ex-husband did the unthinkable after she gave birth to their first child. Take a look. After what? five miscarriages and having this miracle baby. And then walking out of the hospital with a $20,000 bill because my husband at the time refused to acknowledge me on his insurance. Wow. Okay, break this down for me. Please break this down for me. So her husband refused to acknowledge his wife on his insurance policy? No, health insurance policy. I'm sorry, health insurance. No, health, health insurance policy, T.S. Madison. So when they ask for the, her insurance card, you know, when you check out, you're supposed to use it. You're supposed to ask for it before you check in. So they ask for your insurance information so they'll know who to charge for a birthing. You know, it's a birth center or whatever. And she didn't have any insurance. So, and I guess she thought that because I'm assuming in this case, the husband must be the only one working in the house. Therefore, she wouldn't have her own insurance from her own company. And she finds out then that he did not put her on the health insurance policy. Now, this is what's so interesting to me. Although this is sad, whose name is the visit in? I would have made sure it was in his name if I if I went, I would have put it in both our names so we're both responsible, that's number one. Maybe she couldn't do that. But the other part is, these are the type of conversations that you're supposed to be having with your quote husband and definitely after all those miscarriages. So that means y'all are having conversations about having kids, but you're not having a conversation on how it's gonna be delivered and who's paid for it. These are conversations that we gotta start having in our relationships as well as in our marriages. 
first of all, I have watched too many shows on Oxygen. I already know what's getting ready to go down in that relationship right there. That woman better get out while she has the opportunity to get out now before she be on one of those specials uh, <laughs> when they're trying to find out where, where the body at. It'd be the main ones laying right there in the bed with you that feel some type of way about you. Ladies, when you are dealing with a man or you dealing with a significant other or whatever, these are signs. These are key signs, you know, Y'all shouldn't have been married in the first place. Right. Because he get, he probably gave her signs of this long ago. That's what I think too, Maddie. Like, for real. You know, I, I can't... I find it hard to believe that she had five miscarriages by this man. And then, um, you know, I think she probably thought she was on him. And maybe she was. And maybe he took her off. Because I would think there'd be some medical expenses from those prior miscarriages, right? She's been to the hospital. When you go have a miscarriage... You, there are some follow-up appointments and she, you know, um, did, did he just take her off? I need more information about this story to really read yeah. this bastard for the filth that I think I need to read him for. And I'm not really knowing if she was on the insurance and he took her off when you're married, you know, that you're on the insurance. So maybe he took her off. Cause I don't think that you're with someone through five miscarriages and you know, you weren't on his, his insurance the entire time. They've never had a conversation. I believe they she was on the insurance and maybe he took her off. And like you said, man, he getting ready to leave or do something. Because I bet you, I that. bet you she need to go check to see how much the life insurance policy that been boosted up to. Is that, oh. is that, is that young lady, the one from love and marriage? The one that was just talking on the podcast. I couldn't tell by her know. face. Destiny from Love and Marriage. Soulmate, tell me out. Is that Destiny from Love and Marriage? Ten, Ten Talk said, oh, I'm sorry. Comfort Asante said they are divorced now and she allegedly going to jail. Oh, she, she is Love and Marriage, marriage husband. I thought so. There you okay, go. Well, she looks familiar. This story. All right. Well, in the news of that's my man and I'm going to stick beside him. Nelly shared a hilarious moment between him and Ashanti after he told her that he lost his tooth. This was really funny. Check this out. Babe, what are we going to do? What you mean? What are we going to do? We're going to have to go see Dr. Cam. That's going to have to put another tooth in that. We got a set up tomorrow. Okay, are y'all here for this cute little moment? Maddie, what do you think? Child, she might as well stick beside him, honey. After we watched those uh those nude pictures leak, she might as well stay with him with, with a missing tooth because he <laughs> it'll help him eat better. Cause baby, he in the meat department, he was showing up lacking. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. Was he? Girl, you didn't no. see those leaked news? I was like, girl, what is going... You made me wait all my life... You made me wait all my life to see these news leak right here. That's <laughs> all you got, child. She better let that man keep a missing too so he don't chomp down on her. Oh, Maddie, I'm going to have to come to their defense. I don't know. I don't know if I would say it, it wasn't significant, but I will say this. I just love this couple. I don't know why. Everything about them just gives me black love, black bliss. Yeah. I just love them together. They've been, they've known each other forever. It seems real and authentic and organic, all rolled up in once. I'm just rooting for them. And the way she laughs at her man was the same way she laughed at that man when they first started dating. And I cannot get enough of it. So missing two for not, I'm here for whatever y'all got going on. Ashanti and Nelly. I laughed at that man too, Al. No, <laughs> Maddie, I did not think it was small. But then again, Maddie, I don't, I see, never mind. You see smaller? No, I see what someone else is working with. So, you know, I'm, 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 can I say it? <laughs> you can. Because Maddie is. You know, I'm black. <laughs> Maddie's packing, so if nothing is big to her, <laughs> Maddie got it going on. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to be disrespectful. Maddie, I tip my hat to you and all of you. All of well, you. I got a person. Where do you put all of it? Honey, I just pack it up and sit on it like grocery. Oh, just pack it up oh. and put it in the back in the pantry. And so, you know, I'm, I'm being a little, what do you do when, you know, you get excited and you're sitting on it? Honey, I unravel it and lay it on the table. <laughs> and it's definitely an unraveling. It ain't like a, it's a, bump, 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 baby, that's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we 
going to leave this alone. Before we this get show is going straight to trash. I'm not trying to have HR call me. Okay, coming up next, Christian rapper Lecrae opens up about Hollywood parties. And later we find out why a transgender woman's lawsuit was rejected. Stay tuned. Hit that like button, soulmates. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, Miss Maddie, uh, <laughs> apparently your thing has taken over as the uh, fourth member of the panel tonight. I mean, she I, she do what she could do when she did it. You know, I'm, I, I am blessed and highly favored. And I see the people down there, they, they, they ain't no stranger to it. Veronica Smith said, Claudia, is it three potatoes? I'm going to say it's three and a half. Damn. My measuring system, if y'all are not familiar, if you're just turning Now I'm getting, one now potato, I'm getting feeling some potato, kind of way. Three potatoes. Wait a minute, Al. Hold on. And why are you feeling some type of way, Al? Three and a half. Al, I, listen, when I get to LA, we can go to London. <laughs> oh. Three and a half, Claudia. We, we can go to a baby. It's longer than a baby's arm. Three and a half is definitely possible, and it happens all the time. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Paige said Al is Googling Maddie's pics during the commercial break. Hello. <laughs> oh, Chitton uh, Atkinson says, yes, I've seen T.S. Madison, and she is blessed. She is blessed. She has the meats. Okay. We're going to move on. I'm sorry, Maddie. I'll never do that to you again unless you ask me to. All right. Four-time Grammy award-winning Christian artist Lecrae recently spoke out about his experience attending a famous celebrity's Hollywood party. Oh, it goes down. Take a look. I saw a couple of guys really going at it hard and heavy. It wasn't just those two guys. It was more and more people just going at it. I was like, okay, it's time for me to roll. I did not know that's how this went down. All right, Lecrae did not reveal whose party it was, but it's no surprise that Diddy's name started circulating shortly after. All right, what are your thoughts? And have you guys experienced any wild parties in Los Angeles, Al? You are new to Los Angeles, getting acquainted. <laughs> what do you think? Not yet, and I'm kind of offended. I would have thought I would have been invited by now, Claudia, but maybe I'm aging out of the, the party list, um, invite list. I'm not 100% sure. It's because you had a gossip show. Oh, that's why. They don't why want you reporting back with the Fox Soul mic and coming back and telling us who has what and who's doing what with who. That's <laughs> why. Trust me. <laughs> that's it. Well, you guys, anybody who's interested in sending me an invite, you should know by now I have had 20 years of secrets in Hollywood and I don't share many of them unless they're disgusting and outrageous. I don't know how I wanted to feel about this, uh, Claudia, though, seriously coming from Lecrae. You know, Lecrae has been in the industry forever. And so I, I, there are two things, and you know, I stand I stand on this and I will continue to stand on this. I really want us to create an environment where people will feel more comfortable coming forward when it happens. Someone who's been in the, in the industry as long as he has over 20 years, the fact that he's just now ringing the alarm because Cassie did it, it kind of makes me side eye him because you could actually, if something had happened or something you had seen could have stopped someone else from being in a situation that was, you know, against their will. I just wish that they, you know, would do that more often or we could provide an environment where people feel safer to do it sooner or share sooner so that other people won't be hurt. I understand both sides. And I understand why they don't come forward because in our society, people are so skeptical. I mean, it happens on this show all the time where people are skeptical of people that come out. And if you don't do it on the timeline that one wants and they don't agree with, they think you're doing it for clout when you come out too fast. If you wait 20 years, why did you wait so long? I just think we'll never make society happy and so I, I think it's best just leave it to the person when they are comfortable. I guess you can look at it through two schools. Do I do what's best for me as an individual or do I put what I feel aside and do what's best for society? That's a personal issue. Whatever makes you able to sleep at night, it's not his job to save the world. But I get what you're saying because it could help someone else. But who's also going to be there for this person when the people start coming for him and making those phone calls and threatening to hold his feet over the balcony, mm. over the balcony by his feet? Because let's not act like it doesn't happen because it does. Let me read some comments to you, Claudia. So Brandon Brown said, who has parties like that? This is a whole sex party. Well, clearly, Brandon, you better start reading the net a little more. Uh, Tristan Lee said, 
Aubrey Alday said those Hollywood parties be freaky. Duh, that's why I want to invite. Let's keep it going. Corey said, but he's talking about a sex party. It seemed all consensual, right? I didn't see the interview. And Claudia, I want to come back to that one with you, please. And then Mm -hmm. RC said he didn't call anybody out and didn't say he saw someone being raped. He said they were all going at it. And then our producer said, let's correct that. It wasn't a sex party. It turned, oh, oh, Justin. (laughs) Justin said it turned into one after 1 a.m. Oh, my goodness. And now I'm really, now I'm really feeling some kind of way. Well, it doesn't seem like, yeah, it doesn't sound like it was about abuse. It's about just wildness at a party. You know what I'm okay, saying? Got so that's it, just yeah. like, okay. Cause I mean, I've been around some celebrities houses where they have parties like the barbecue. Then at a certain time people leave, or there's a, there's one very famous attractive actor in Hollywood that at a certain time in his parties, he goes, all right, everybody, if you ain't willing to get butt naked right now, but booty, but booty naked, you got to go. And, you know, that would be people like nerds or conservatives like myself. I'm like, all right, bye. I'll see you later. And then some people stay. And that's just it's not it's it's not rape. It's a consensual thing that's happening. What do Um, you think, Claudia, about him being a Christian music singer and also very um, tied to the church and, and the gospel and the Bible and being at at those types of parties or being at a, a Diddy party. I think it has a, you know, the same question a lot of people are asking of uh, Bishop Jakes. What are your thoughts on that? I'm not surprised. I don't think that there's a separation anymore between the people in the church and the people at the parties. I think sometimes people are better at pretending they are living a different life, but I think people are people at the end of the day and there's freaks in the church, just like there's virgins outside of the church. And I think to just say, because you're a part of the church or you make Christian music or you're a pastor that you somehow or have this very clean life. We would like to think that, but we're seeing now as we get older, some of our heroes are not as clean and uh, free from sin and debauchery as we like to think, you know? So I don't know. I think we got to stop people on a pedestal and just keep God on a pedestal. Okay. Mm. Uh, Bray said, uh, okay, what is he doing at Hollywood parties? Christians are in the, are in the world. Not Okay. Well, we kind of just talked about that. All right. Moving on, switching gears. We have a celebrity breakup alert. I am not surprised at this one. I think I even called this one. I said, this, they seem so boring and I just do not see it. Larsa Pippen recently hinted that the sparks may have come to an end between her and Marcus Jordan. Larsa posted a question to her followers. Should your friends unfollow your ex? Yes or no. Now the reality star also deleted photos of Marcus from her social media page. Al, are you surprised at this breakup or what do you think? I mean, you, I don't know if you said it on the show. I think you did, but I said it as well. They never gave me a real relationship. It gave me weird, awkward. And it also gave me, and I think I've said it here on the show. It gave me, she's in a relationship for content for her show. And and that's what it feels like. And this little stunt right here, if they, if it's real or not, it's still giving me stunt vibes. So whether it's real or not, whether she's doing it for content or not, I said this in 2024, can we please keep our relationships off of social media and out of the public eye if you want it to last? The successful ones usually are very good at that. The ones that we see out here publicly spatting back and forth every two weeks are the ones that don't appear to be lasting to me. So if this is the case, Larsa, if you are broken up, you know, keep it moving. I don't want to see y'all getting back together and talking about how much you love him. I don't want to see him on your social media. Well, it's your social media. You can do as you wish, but keep that stuff out of the chat. The problem is she's a struggling reality star and I don't, that's no shade to her, but she's on a show that's like, you know, it's not the number one show out there. So Mm -hmm. she has to do things to kind of like get that show popping. And with her name and her affiliation with Scottie Pippen and now the Jordan family, she is one, she's a bigger fish on that show. And I don't mean fish in a derogatory way. I mean, bigger, you know, the bigger star on that show. So I guess I get why if you're on a reality show, you don't really have the luxury of saying, I can't show my relationship. But I just felt no sparks between the two of these. Not that I know either one of them, because I do not. It just, I felt like it was like, oh no, it felt very, that, now I know Stuntish. y'all talking about actors on here and contracts, that kind of felt that it maybe it was real for him, but not for her. I don't know. 
I just feel like people who constantly need attention for validation of their relationships, I'm going to start looking at them side eye and throwing it on social media to, to to feel, you know, like they have purpose or that it's real. And always talking about it 24-7. I knew someone was right when she said they had sex five times a day to completion each time every day of the week. Let me tell you something. I already told y'all the most I have did in a two day period. And that is something that is once in a long time, you will have your stuff torn up. And I don't, I don't, I don't know about all that Larsa and Larsa. It was giving, forcing us to think it's sexier than it really is. It was not given sexy. Lady T said she probably read that prenup and said, Nope, it is not worth it. Maddie, we got your back. Wait a minute. What did I miss? Uh, did I miss, uh, did I miss the sex kid and Larsa? Lars, so uh -huh. Larsa and her man broke up. Well, we yeah. think they have. And what do you think? Do you think it was given fake or real? First of all, you don't do you 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 jumped in the relationship to spite somebody, right? You know, so all of this was a messy situation. Don't nothing come from mess but mess, okay? And then she got on the internet bragging that they have sex ninety nine times a day. Girl, <laughs> first of all, that boy was already too young. He was younger than you anyway. So of course you're gonna have sex 99 times a day. Uh, Girl, oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so much I wanna say, but I just jumped back in. You know it's storming and lightning here in Atlanta, so they just knocked my power out real quick. But I'm but I'm back with the jump off. But girl, I'm I'm gonna I'm recharge for a second and then I'm gonna think about that and I'm gonna hit y'all in the chat. You think Marcus is sexy? Let's, Let's see the picture. The picture I think he's attractive. Put the picture back. Let me see it. Um, show the second picture. Show the close. I don't need to see her. Let me see. Um, I like him. I think he's handsome. He dog. I like dog men. He's ooh. Let him ooh. I like that. So, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. sex with him all day, all ninety nine times a day. I sure would. Okay, I was just wondering. Okay, because he's maybe available soon. So both of y'all. Yeah, he, he don't want no. He don't want no meat. He don't want no sausage and potatoes. He just got through having a whole platter of sushi, girl. He don't want no sausage and potatoes. Let that man go on over there somewhere, honey. I spent his money though. <laughs> All right, keep it live because coming up next, find out what we would do in sticky situations. And later, we're playing a fun game of Gotta Go. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourselves if you were placed in the middle of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you all to chime in on the fun with hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, y'all, a transgender woman recently lost a lawsuit after claiming that her boyfriend threw away her surgically removed testicles. Now, the woman was seeking $6,500 in damages and said, we're talking about my bleeps. I wanted them in my fridge not his, the damages were the loss of these bleeps. What do you do if you were in her situation? Maddie, what say you? First of all, let me let y'all know something I did in the lands all across the land. I ain't And there's no way that I'm going to get rid of them and then give them to a man and then go down there to the courthouse. What was you ma'am? And you giving it to this man, and now you down here fighting in the court. This in Florida. This sounds like some Florida people. It do. It do. Is it some Florida? Uh, I think it might well, be. Well, I just want to say I'm not in the courthouse arguing and, and fussing over, over some balls. No, God. And, and this is just a testimony to if you have no, have no menstrual cycle, period. I don't want to hear her nowhere on, on, online, somewhere on TikTok, talking about that she has a menstrual cycle. You don't have a menstrual cycle, lady. Good night. Austin said, speak that tea, Maddie. Al, what would you do? 
threw this out. But at first, when I first read it without looking at the article, I thought maybe the judge was going to rule for the transgender woman because of, you know, the the rights. You know, we're all trying to figure it out. But this was gross. This was weird. Why are they in the refrigerator where everybody can see when you open the refrigerator beside my milk or beside the wine, the white wine? Uh-uh, I don't need to see no butt. top of that why would you want to keep something you wanted gone so bad that was trapping you in a body that you you know a part of your body that or in a being that you didn't want to be so i didn't understand that whole flip-flopping that she had going on but i'm glad the judge did the right thing in this case and that was to throw it out of court and just like they throw the nuts out too Right. Seems like attention seeking to me. Oh, let me just have these. That's my fridge. So what is it? A conversation piece? People come over and be like, hey, hey. In my refrigerator. What are we doing? Or go so I can look at them. Like, I'm so what? sick of people. Oh, I'm sick of everybody. Mariah Carey is not here for Nick Cannon's antics after he revealed that he would be open to reconciling his relationship with her. Now, Mariah replied, remarrying He's making this up. This is him being silly. What is he? My last hope? What would you do if your ex expressed interest in getting you back? Alice, go to you first. Oh, no, you did. Ooh, the shame. The <laughs> shade oh, of Your ex-wife said, I want you back, Alice. I miss you. And your the, cloud, the shade of Claudia. I miss your glasses. I miss your smile. I miss your laugh. I miss your rant. I miss where's the outrage. What am I? Alice, I want you back. I miss you. You'd be the star back in my life. What would you do? Um, in that particular case, if we're talking about the ex that I'm known for, I would say um, that ship has passed. I would be just like Mariah. And Nick Cannon, please leave that lady alone. Mariah Carey is not bothering nobody. She's non-problematic when it comes to discussions around you. She's kept it very, very cute. And for you to do this is just kind of weird because I got to be honest. I don't want to see my Mariah Carey, who I look up to as one of the queens, to be around all the with like, you know, all them kids and baby mamas. And you know, if she do it, she gonna do it right. So she, we probably gonna have a music special with all them damn kids, all them damn baby mamas, plus her and Nick. So I'm like, come on, Nick, you gotta do better, brother. Leave Mariah alone. And no, she don't want nothing to do with all them baby mamas and all them kids in her life at this age. Maddie. Child, first of all, Nick Cannon, you already done stuck that thing down her throat and took half of her voice when you pulled it out, honey. You trying to go get the rest of it? Uh, go somewhere and sit down, honey, and take care of them children. That woman don't want you no more. Leave what's left of her voice in her throat. You already done came and got half of it when you was with her. Because when you left, so did, her, so did some of the ability. Uh, go somewhere and sit down, Nick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Nick, um, I know you like attention. Just make another baby because Mariah is not here for it. She She's an Aries. Once you done done it, did her weird, she's like, I'm off you. Please stop. It probably feels like a little bit of harassment at this point. I like you, Nick. I think you are funny as hell and very talented. You really are. But Mariah is, you, you know your ex-wife. She's not here for the shenanigans. So, uh, let's see. I don't, I'm afraid to read these comments. I don't want to read them. <laughs> I'll help you. Go honey, ahead. honey said... It's got to suck to be his baby mama because he's still in awe with Mariah. Ooh, honey, honey, I didn't think about that. Um, also, Miss Mary Macadocia said Mariah is not doing no baby mamas. That's exactly what I said, Miss right. Mary. She already got those beautiful twins. She's done. And Corey said, who? would want to be with Nick Cannon and all them damn kids he got. I don't care how much money he got. All right, Nick, I hope you hear us loud and clear. Uh, you can find there's a lot of women that still want you though, but Mariah, I All right, coming up next, we are playing a fun game of Gotta Go. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's check out this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Kicking off a new era in the NFL is the league's history-making Black officials. With a whistle around their necks and a yellow flag in their hands, these trailblazers are tackling diversity one play at a time. 
Four of these referees attended HBCU colleges, Norfolk State University, Florida A&M, Howard University, and Paul Quinn College. This historical moment comes 54 years after the first black referee, Burl Toler, was introduced in 1965. Today, 36 of the NFL's 122 officials are African-Americans. On any given Sunday, fans can witness history as these black men and women referees make calls on the football field. There has to be a time where the first stops and it becomes normal for people of all cultures and people of color to be in leadership positions. And I, I guess that's where a lot of that comes from in me, knowing that it doesn't just stop with me. If I do well, that creates more opportunities for others. These history-making referees behind the stripes are an example of black excellence and progress towards diversity in American professional sports. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, proudly presented by Nissan. Experience a whole new thrill of driving. All right, we so appreciate Nissan for this moment of Black History. What are your thoughts on this, Al? What do you think? The Super Bowl was yesterday? What do you think about this? You know what? This is why we love Nissan. I promise you, if I was on the market, I would definitely buy Nissan and support them in some type of way. It's also good for them profiling stories like this because Black referees, guys, it's been 60 years before we've gotten to this point where we are now with an integration of at least 30. But before that, this was one of the most discriminatory um, leagues leagues when it comes to their professional referees and allowing blacks in. So thumbs up Nissan for bringing this to our attention and teaching us about the greatness and to push forward for more diversity with our black refs. I love it. And I love what she said about eventually we're going to get to a place where it's not the first anymore, because that's like, it is 2024. We're still doing that, but Hey, at least we're making forward progress, but damn, you know, still, we still have a lot of ways to go, but we are here to highlight these moments. What'd you think about the game? Uh, yesterday, Al? I, I mean, the game, the yeah, the, show, but yeah, the game, the game was amazing. And I do like the fact that ever since um, Jay-Z has been involved with this partnership with the NFL and bringing the entertainment that we've seen black entertainers at the highest level and he's done it without compromise. And so that I'm super excited about. And also I just love the fact that they also are acknowledging black history month by singing, you know, our, our theme song at the beginning of the game as well. The only thing I wish we could do with the NFL at this point is work on the owners, right, Claudia? Like, I wish we could work on the front house of the franchises so that they still wouldn't be so discriminatory when it comes to leadership and holding the positions that really make all of the decisions at the National Football League, like keeping Colin Kaepernick off of the NFL teams. And I just feel like right. that with that still being the case, there's a long ways to go. And being the 49ers in the Super Bowl, I could not help but to think about Colin yeah. Kaepernick. And he helped yeah. should still be playing. I want to thank my co-hosts Al Reynolds and T.S. Madison for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Please watch the repeat tomorrow and hit that like button. Uh, stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off where it goes down. They be going at it and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Also, I got to give a yo-yo to all the brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity.